Welcome to episode 12. This week we'll recap some of the biggest games in college basketball and follow that up with Super Wildcard Weekend. Uh, we'll recap every game from this weekend and then we'll do a little preview of next week's games or this coming Sunday's game, Saturday, Sunday's games. All right, let's get into it. Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God, oh my God. Oh my God. No way. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis miracle. Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota Vikings have lost up on the New Orleans Saints. 2022 um we're recording on tuesday this week just because i'm heading up north tomorrow uh most likely um but so we decided today would make more sense than waiting till i got back um so tuesday this is recorded on so it'll be a little bit different but not much um we're gonna start with college basketball from last week um leading up till today uh so the first game kind of want to talk about was badgers ohio state uh, 78-68 badge. Um, another not-so-great night from Johnny. No. Um, Badgers were able to pull it out, which is huge, really. You're talking about tournament runs and stuff like that. Um, if he's going to have an off night, are they going to be able to win a game? Uh, and I think they showed that. Yeah. For sure. Because that last Thursday, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I know we only do one a week, but it feels like that game was like forever ago. Yeah. Didn't they have another one after that or no? No. I don't oh. think they've played since. Well, either way, Tyler Wall has back-to-back 20-point games. Uh, He's really starting to find his role. Uh, Doesn't take any bad shots. Plays good D. They play tonight. Yeah, they play at 8 tonight. Yeah. Against Northwestern. Uh, That'll be a battle. Um, That's a whole other topic. But, yeah, another bad night from Johnny, but they beat a ranked team um, at home. uh, That loss, I mean, they're 5-1 and in the Big Ten, but they're only lost at Ohio State, so not a horrible loss at all. So, I don't know. The most I see them losing in the Big Ten is probably six games. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll, you know, like we talked about, they're still going to lose some games that they yeah, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Like, they'll lose to some f- bottom of the rat. They're, like, in like, they're in a super tough stretch right now. Yeah. So we've got Northwestern tonight, which uh, I saw, like, last week. Uh, North, yeah. the, the BPI had Northwestern. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah. updated now, it's 51% Badgers. Badgers are three-point favorites. Yeah, tonight. Um, and then we got Sparty coming up, and then at Nebraska, home against Minnesota. So there's a couple tough games here coming up, um, but they were able to sneak into the top ten in this week's <laughs> rankings, which is crazy. Game. They're up to number eight. Um, and then we got to go to Illinois, um, and then home against Penn State, and then back to Michigan State. Uh, so and why are they playing so close huge, together? <laughs> huge uh, stretch of games. I mean, it's really not. Oh, I guess. Um, 
because they play the 21st, and then they don't play Michigan State again until the 8th. Yep. So it's really like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. So, um, But, yeah, tough stretch coming up for the badge, but it's huge that Tyler Wall seems to have found um, – like that, he's really the number two on the offense right now. I mean, Brad right now, yeah. obviously can be the number two, but uh, Tyler Wall has been really found himself offensively, which is going to be huge for the Badgers coming, you know, in the future. And all the way up to eighth in the country, that probably puts them at a two or three seed. But uh, they're projected tenth um, to start of the season, the Big Ten. So all the fire guard. I know he had a rough couple of stre- or rough two years maybe there, but. He's a good coach. I believe in him. Uh, definitely this year, I think, has been his best work. Yeah. <laughs> so far, sure. anyways. Yeah, if they can stay on this path, for sure. Yeah. I mean, nobody expected them to do anything. Like you said, they were supposed to be 10th in the Big Ten, and they're now 8th in the nation. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's well, obviously yeah. exceeded expectations. Yep. Even if they were to lose, you know, half the games left this year, like, which I don't don't see no, happening, yeah. but it's still, like, they totally exceeded expectations. Yeah, I don't think we should take it for granted. At all, no. To start, no. <laughs> it's I mean, impossible to it, actually. It like, really could end really badly. Like you know, they could, like I said, they yeah, could go five hundred the rest of the season. But like, you still have to remember, like this is where from where they started the season to where they but are now. Even if they go five hundred, that still puts you at like the three or four in the Big Ten. Right. <laughs> like, right. Not bad exactly. at all. Not at all. Um, but yeah, uh, exciting. Hopefully they don't lose tonight because yeah, that would be, be <laughs> that would be really bummy. You finally got in the top ten, but it was, like you've seen so many big ten, or like top ten teams fall this year. Like yeah. it's like nobody can stay in the top ten. Yeah, Baylor especially was just in the, the top Taiwan. five. Baylor's in Taiwan again right now. Are they in West Virginia? I saw they were up early, but that didn't yeah. check but it out. We'll get to Baylor, but um. Tonight's game with the Badgers, uh, I think Mackey Arena, Purdue, is where we play our worst, and I think at Northwestern is where we play our second worst yeah. basketball games. And football. Yeah, and football. <laughs> yeah. Just Northwestern in general. Yeah. But, so, it'll, yeah, like I said, dogfight tonight. Probably sure. a grind. It's going to yeah. be a grind it yeah. out. Uh, I think Absolutely. it'll be a close game the whole time. Yep. Um, but it, it, I think Badgers will win, but who knows. Yep. All right. Uh, Oregon against number nine, UCLA. Uh, this was last week, or a few days, a few days ago. Uh, 84-81 Oregon. Uh, I think this is kind of what we expected from UCLA, right? Like we talked about it at the beginning of the season, especially preseason. Yep. Uh, they were ranked two, and were like way too high. Yep. Um, you got to remember they were an 11th seed going into the tournament last year, and they have the same team. So we talked about it. They're going to lose some games that they probably shouldn't. Oregon's not a bad team, um, but if you're coming in preseason ranked two. You should be winning this game no matter what. Yep. Um, but they just, I, they're just not as good as everybody thinks they are. I no, think. especially in the Pac-12. I mean, if you are one of the elite teams in the country, you fly through the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't. They've been down the last five, ten years, I would say. Uh, some good teams here and there, obviously, but the Pac-12 um, historically has been down. So you just expect them to come out, even if they just drop one. I'm not sure if they've lost another one in the Pac-12. But, I don't think so. I mean, it's in Gauntlet too, but but it's just like like we said. I think it's you know they they aren't as good as um, a team as a lot of people thought. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Anyways, uh, update on Baylor: seventy-seven, sixty-eight. They won. So yeah. Um, all right, and then as talking about Baylor, uh, Baylor lost again this week. Uh, so I think last week they had just lost that night, right, when we recorded. Um, and then they followed that up with, I think it was maybe Wednesday or yeah. thir- Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, they played Oklahoma State. At one point they were down 20 uh, or 18. Um, they brought it back uh, quite a bit, but still ultimately lost. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about Baylor right now. Uh, I don't really either. I just know uh, we kind of talked at – Probably our, whenever we first talked about college the basketball, yeah. the preseason stuff is just like it's wide open. Uh, I thought Baylor wasn't going to be as good, but it's just again wide open this year. Um, Gonzaga's probably the next best team, I would say. Has anybody? Or Duke. Yeah. Has anybody held the number one seed for two consecutive weeks or more than two consecutive uh, weeks? No. I don't think uh, so, right? Probably the first two weeks. Yeah, but not more than two. No, yeah. No, because Gonzaga was one right away, and they lost to Duke first yeah. week. Oh, true. <laughs> so, I don't think so. I, I mean, maybe two weeks, but definitely not three. Yeah, Purdue was one week. 
Yeah. <laughs> Baylor was one week, maybe two. Two, I think. But I don't, oh, definitely not three weeks, I would so. say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of teams up there in the top ten that are just that get their way to number one, then they fall back to five yeah. or six, and then they're back up a little bit. Like That's why the batter – like, obviously you can't complain about the batters being ranked so high, but, like, now everyone's really coming after them. Yeah. You know, like they're they're going to be the under the underdog to start the season and have to win their games, but now you have, you know, what I'm saying like yeah, a huge the target on your back. Yeah, yeah they're like almost when like there the shouldn't dog, be or yeah. wasn't supposed to be a big target. So everyone's going to come play their blood. best. Yeah, yeah, they're going to play their best against bad. And top ten teams have been falling pretty much every left night, and right. So. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the Badgers finish out the season. And then uh, one other Big Ten game that I want to touch on real quick. I think this was two nights ago. Or no, it was this yesterday. Was, this was yesterday at like noon. Yeah, yesterday at noon. <laughs> Very trippy. Yeah. Um, so fourth-ranked Purdue took on 17th-ranked Illinois. Uh, Purdue pulled this one out in double overtime, uh, 96-88. So I didn't see any of the game because it was a weird time. I yeah, I was at did. work. But. Yeah. Um, but like we said, the Big Ten is going to be a battle, and you know, all year. And Illinois started really bad. Like, yeah. Weren't they like eighth in the nation, or they were up top fifteen for yeah, sure? Yeah. And then they lost a couple games they yep. shouldn't have lost. And Kofi was uh, suspended three games that they lost, I think. Yep. But they've climbed all the way back seventeenth. Um, if anyone was can handle the big guys from Purdue, it's Kofi Cockburn. Mm-hmm. So it's their best matchup, I would say. Just trying to be able to hold them to anything. Just a big bite of actually bang on them. But yeah. Illinois yeah, has come a long way. Massive. Purdue. I still really, really like Purdue. I I think they got it all. I still can't believe the Badgers win there, it made to no be honest. Sense. But I, I think Purdue is a Final Four team, to be honest. They, Truthfully. Size, guard play, shooting, like. Well, they're just they're so big, bro. Like, I, there's <laughs> nobody that can match up no, with them. Not in, not even in the NBA. I mean. Skill-wise, but size-wise, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, they're just massive. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what I – mean, I think Purdue will pretty much work their way through the rest of the Big Ten unscathed, I'd yeah. have to say, or yeah. real close to. Yeah. Um, Illinois, like you said, probably their best matchup in the Big Ten, and they still were able to win that game. I kind of think the Badger game was a fluke, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean – they were in a lot of their both teams were in a lot of foul trouble, so mm-hmm. that helped. I think I think that played the Badgers' favor for sure. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I don't. Did you have any other college basketball games? Really? Just it's so tough to win on the road. Yeah. In the Big Ten and anywhere, it's just like it's crazy. It's almost like you give the home team like ten points. I mean. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Some of these upsets are coming. Not at their home courts, so, but. Yeah, like Baylor, I think Baylor lost their first game at home, right? Yeah, so. But it just, like. It, it does make a huge difference. Like, not as so much in the NBA, but in college, like, home court advantage is a is really a real true thing. thing. Yeah, like, for sure. Totally agree. All right, uh, well, if there's no other college basketball, um, let's just get into NFL. Okay. Um, so. We've got the first game of the week was uh, of Super Wild Card Weekend, which was kind of fun. Um, I like that there was games Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Um, but overall, there wasn't a wasn't, wasn't that great. great football or and, great games. And we'll talk but, about it. But I want to say, like truthfully, I think it's because the seven seeds that got in weren't the seventh best teams. Really, yeah. like the Chargers match up way better yeah. against the Bengals than yeah. the Raiders do. Yeah. You know, like. Um, but anyways, Raiders Bengals first game of the weekend, 26-19 Bengals. Uh Bengals get their first win in 31 years, so congratulations to the city of Cincinnati, <laughs> much deserved. Yeah. Hats off. Yeah. Congratulations. Celebrate it, but not too hard cuz I think this team is legit, dude. One more year. I that's what I think too is probably going to be one more year, but they like they just are so fun. Yeah. Like they're so fun to watch and like they're they're so young. Like yeah, for them to, it's hard to go out in that. a playoff yeah. game and just like pretty much like they dominated this game it felt like, but this is the Raiders team that like all year they refused to go away. Yep, yep. Um, so that's why I think it was a lot closer than it felt, just because the Raiders literally refused to lose a game. Yeah. 
um, outside of playing the Chiefs, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Joey B was in total control, which is crazy. Again, his first real season in the NFL because he got injured, yeah. what, in week seven yeah. of his rookie year. Yeah. Um, so 24 of 34, uh, 244 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, the Bengals' turnaround is pretty crazy, I would say, from two years. Yeah. And only a year and a, year and a half maybe with Joe Burrow. So it's, like, obviously a lot looking forward into the future. But obviously they got a big game this weekend. But the way he's took control of the offense and kind of changed the whole culture of Cincinnati. Yeah. It feels like there's some swag out there. and like Right, they're fun to watch, stuff. and it looks like they're having fun yeah. while playing. And, yep. like, that's a big thing. Like, it doesn't seem like it – like, that thing – that – feels like to me more of a college football thing yeah like yeah. kids having fun playing football like they're usually pretty good yeah but like you don't see it that often in the nfl most, no, most of the time the teams that win it's like yeah we're here to win and that's it yeah but for whatever reason it's working for the Bengals, and i think they needed that because like they've always been the Bengals, yeah. right just yep. kind of like the browns are always the browns yep. like i think they needed some and i think hats off to zach taylor like i think that's a huge thing too like he what he's done there, not only, like, obviously it makes a big difference when you get Joey, Joe Burrow, right? Like, yeah. he has clearly changed the culture there. But, like, a lot of that has to go to Zach Taylor, right? Like, yep. I mean, because you don't do that without a coach that no, also, yeah. like, you know, embraces and that, that. Yep, embraces and fits his scheme. Right. To all, yeah, not just my way or the highway or whatever. Right. Like some coaches are, but adapt to their team, and I think he's done a really, really good job at that. Plus, I think a lot of it, too, like, it seems like they have a really good connection. Kind of like, you know, I hate to bring the Packers into everything, but, like, everybody was talking about LaFleur and uh, Rodgers, like, how it wouldn't work, blah, blah, blah. But, it like, LaFleur kind of gave, you know, Rodgers the keys. Yeah. And they kind of, like, feed off of each other. Yeah. I feel like that's what's yeah. going on in Cincinnati. Like, he's put a lot of trust in his young quarterback and it's clearly yeah, paying off. I'd give Joey B the keys. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's just crazy like Joey B came out of really nowhere. Like yeah. you didn't hear about him until that the year that they won the national championship, really. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden now he's winning the first playoff game for Cincinnati in 31 yeah. years. Just, so it's just It's just who he is. He's right. a winner. For sure. Uh uh, Raiders, uh, Rich Basicchia, Bisaccia, I don't, still don't know how to say it, um, but he got to be in contention for Coach of the Year. Yep, right? after everything, for sure. I mean, with the Ruggs thing, the Gruden thing, like, I mean, this team had no business even being close no, to the playoffs. No, no, not at all. And it's kind of like their whole season, they're always right there. They didn't win every game. Uh, usually they'd be right there at the end, and then a tough penalty or just hurt themselves, but... Again, they were in this playoff game, uh, held the Bengals to some field goals, uh, but they just weren't able to get in the end zone as many times as needed, I would say. Right. But, and, I mean, like, you got to – I guess we have to talk about the whistle, right? Oh, yep. Like, I get that's the rule, right? Like, if the whistle is blown, the play is dead, but it replay had, it. Yeah. But it really it, had no effect on the No play. effect, and it was so late. Like, I'm pretty sure the ball was already in the air. It was for sure in the air. Yeah. I think it was blown just before he caught it. Yeah. But it's like, it. I mean, it clearly had no impact no. on the play. Yeah. It just sucks. The Raiders because, like, like, didn't stop playing. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> as a Raiders fan, you're pissed off, and you have every right to be pissed off because that's the rule. Yeah. That's how it should be played, right? Like, if, yeah. it, it, does, it, it sucks. Like, if you're a Bengals fan and then they ended up blowing it dead like they should have, it fucking sucks because it didn't change the play at all. But you have every right to be pissed off as a Raiders fan because, I mean, that's the rule. That's how it's supposed to be played. Yeah. We have this every year. There's something like this, right? Yeah. But it's just so, like it is frustrating if you're a Raiders fan for sure. But, again, at the end of the day, it didn't change the play. No, no. You know? The same outcome, I mean. Right. And I, I don't think that it changes the game either. Like, yes, they scored a touchdown on that play, but I think it was second down, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they still have two plays, or yeah. at least one play to get a first down, and then God knows what happens yeah. after that. Right? Exactly. So it's like, and even if they kick a field goal, the whole game changes. So you can't just say, oh, yeah, they scored seven points no, there yeah. and we lost. Oh, I seven. mean, all these games, not one play makes right. a difference. I mean, it's the playoffs, there's <laughs> multiple chances multiple times for every team so right 
Uh, you got anything else on that one? Uh, no. I mean, do you think he's going to keep the job? I mean, he'd be with the Raiders. I don't know if he'll be the head coach, but I would hire him as the head coach. I mean, I would. two, three years at least. Yeah. Right? Give two, him a yeah, shot. Yeah. Like, and the guys obviously rallied around him, so right. they must and enjoy like, him and like him. And who else are you going to hire? Well, yeah. I, I mean, there's going to be yeah. a lot of debate about that, too, but it's just like I think you got to give the guy a chance. Yeah, agreed. At least but, one more year if they even do that. Right. But, I don't even know if yeah. that's a thing, is a one-year <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. coaching <laughs> deal. But, I I mean, I think you got to at least give him one year, maybe two. Yeah, um, Just because just they had no business being in the playoffs. None. All right, next game. Patriots Bills 47-17 Buffalo. Um couple stats here before we get into it. Bills become the first playoff or team in NFL history to go an entire playoff game without a punt, field goal or turnover. 7 drives, 7 touchdowns. Uh Devin Singletary 16 carries, 81 yards, 2 touchdowns. Josh Allen 21 of 25, 308, 5 touchdowns. Uh and then he also rushed for an additional 66 yards. Uh, becoming the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 300 yards, run for 60, and have five touchdown passes in a playoff game. Uh, he set the highest ever QBR since the <laughs> stats' inception in 2006. He broke Brady's previous record of 98 with a 98 and a half. So yeah, <laughs> those are all the signs of a beatdown, and that's what exactly it was. what it was, and more. I mean, honestly, like. It wasn't even close all game. No. Uh, this game was really over by halftime. Yeah. Um, I'd say. I think it was 30 to, 30 to 3 at one point. Or yeah. Whatever yes. it was. 30, must have been 35 to 3 or but something. I don't know. Josh Allen, I mean, that's not that anyone can play that well all the time, but even if he plays 75, 80% of that game, like, it's, he's crazy good, right? And he's getting hot at the right times. The Bills, their defense is sitting down, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to play the Bills. It'd be a great. We'll talk about it, but obviously a great matchup coming up next week. But they rush. If they're running and throwing the ball effectively, like they're gonna be tough to beat. A hundred percent. I. I mean, this is like the Josh Allen we've been looking for. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's shown it time and time again that he can do it. But it's never been in a big spot. But this was the full, 100%, yeah. full game of, yeah. Everything he can do. And it was like a big part of that, I think, is that they're finally in a playoff game. And so they can like totally run him without having to worry. Yeah, like, and against someone in the division. Because you're in the playoffs, right? Game. So like, if he gets hurt, yes, it fucking sucks. But you're in the playoffs, yeah. so you want to win this game. So you're going to open him up completely. Yep. And you saw that, like... He just dominated this game Yep, by himself. Start to finish. And, like, on the flip side of the thing, like, yep, you can talk about the Patriots and Mac Jones. He had two picks, didn't look that great. But, like, even if Mac Jones plays lights out, yeah, they, you're not beating him. No. 21 of 25, 308, five touchdowns. Like, seven straight drives, seven touchdowns. You yeah. can't beat that. More passing touchdowns and incompletions. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, you, you just can't beat that. It's not possible. And had a good chunk on the ground, 66. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's I crazy mean, good. you're not beating that. No. No matter how good not Mac Jones played. Yep. Um, on, on the Patriots' perfect day, I don't think they would be in the Bills that day. Well, I mean. Maybe. Because like, cause defensively they would have played a lot better. Which, yeah. But, I mean, like it was weird because you, like, always expect – Patriots to like out scheme in big games, yeah, and they just didn't. But I think a and lot of that is like they're and... pretty old on defense. Yeah, they are, and they need so they have a lot to figure out. Like, agreed. The, the AFC East definitely runs through the Bills right yep. now. Period. End of story. Yep. Like, this team is way better fit for the future than the Patriots are right now. Um, they're pretty young on the offensive side of the ball, but defensively they're pretty old. Yeah, with the exception of Johnny, like. Mm-hmm. They're really old. Um, so we'll but, see. Yeah, Bill's coming back for sure next year, he said. Yeah. But um, I don't but, know where they would go in the draft. Probably defense. I'm not sure what, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like all the past three, four years that the Bills were right there, but they can never get over. Or more than that, the Bills have been 
decent for a while, but all of it just kind of came into this one game, and they played their absolute asses off and played their hearts out. Uh, so now we'll see if they can get up uh, for the Chiefs. That's but. that's what I was going to bring up. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but I just want to touch on it right now. Like the Bills played like this was their Super Bowl. It yeah, felt like yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean because it's they're playing the Patriots they're who have balls the basically owned them for twenty years. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if they'll be able to, to like, replicate that again next week. Yep. But like I said, we'll touch on that later. Uh, so Eagles, Bucks, 31-15 Bucks. Nothing surprising in this one. Um, kind of how we expected it to go, I would say, to be honest. Eagles couldn't get a damn thing going offensively. Finished the first quarter with negative three total yards, I believe. Um, and then one more stat, Brady... Brady's stat line, 29-37, 271, two touchdowns, completed passes to nine different receivers. If that isn't the most Tom Brady stat line you've ever seen, I don't know what is um, because that just seems – like he does this every playoffs. Yeah. He throws the ball to ten guys. Yeah. He goes two touchdowns, no picks. They win the game by 20. Like it seems like that is just always how it goes. Yep. It's like plug, play, repeat. Like – over and over again, and the guy's been in the league for 20 years. For his 35th playoff win. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Do you know who's got the next most? Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I saw it today. I listened today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, me. that is crazy. So, uh, Joe Montana has the next most with, like, 16. 16. Which is disgusting. Sickening. And he's got more wins than, like, every all but four franchises, I think. By himself. I think the only ones that are ahead of him are, like, the Niners. Oh, I don't even know. Packers, I think, maybe. Patriots, obviously, because he was Dallas. there for all of them. And I don't know. I think he's ahead of Dallas. I don't know. I saw it, yeah, like, last uh, week. Yeah. But he was, like, fourth most ever over franchises, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's just absolutely unheard of. Yeah. Um, for the Eagles, though, um, I think this is a win this season. Not this game, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But the season, they made the playoffs. They have three first-round picks. It's just, can they get it right? Yep. Like, can they get this draft right? Because they've blown it in the past. Yep. I mean. Agreed. You can just talk about two years ago. They took Jalen Rieger over Justin Jefferson. There's Everybody's seen the video of <laughs> yeah. Mike Zimmer and yeah. – you know, all of the Vikings front office just, like, cackling at them because <laughs> they couldn't believe it. <laughs> and that is just a staple of the Eagles lately. Like, it's just embarrassing. Like, it's so frustrating if you're an Eagles fan. Like, I feel bad. But you've got three picks, so just don't fuck it up. Agreed. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Just for this game, I mean, I, I did kind of like them to keep it close. Uh, but that offense, they just couldn't get anything going. But overall for the season, definitely a win. Um, I honestly didn't think they were going to sniff the playoffs either. either. So good for them. Uh, no, people have been talking. They do have three first-round picks. Um, if they don't want to commit to Jalen Hurts, which Trading. after that game, um, can understand it a lot more, I would think. Yeah. But three first rounds, maybe not in this draft, but you could give up two in this draft. and try. It's a pretty nice package to go out yeah, and try and get someone on the bubble. Dude, dude Jalen Hurts, the – Back two in the first round for, you yeah. know, somebody. Yeah. I mean, like, if the Deshaun thing, like, comes back up, which it should, you would imagine, like, he'll be in talks in the offseason, I would assume. Yeah. But, like, if you're the Texans, if you could take their two first-round picks yeah. and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, I would. I, I mean. <laughs> I for sure would. Right? Like. Yeah. You just trust yourself to make better picks, you know, and hope that that works out. But, like, if you – I don't know. Like, I couldn't really think of a better situation for the Texans other than, like, getting four or five first-round picks. But if you get Jalen Hurts in two first rounds or even maybe they could milk three out of them. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good solution for a guy that you don't even know if is going to play. Yeah, right? absolutely. Right? So, I mean – I mean, at his peak, he's definitely worth that. For but sure. you don't know. But you don't know. <laughs> so it's it's a risk that the Eagles might have to take. But 
if you don't trust yourself to draft correctly, which they really shouldn't, it might be worth the risk. I don't know. Worth Um, a try. All right. Niners-Cowboys, 23-17 Niners. And this is classic McCarthy again. Um, 14 total penalties. Um, The fake punt that swung a bunch of momentum that they ended up turning into delay of game because they were trying to get Shanahan to burn a timeout, which was completely useless. (laughs) Um, And then obviously the run at the end of the game. So, I mean, this is McCarthy, and this is why I'm so glad he's gone. Yeah, I was just going to say you probably know a lot more about McCarthy than I do. Um, I do know that he hasn't coached that well in the playoffs, uh, according to you guys and everyone else. Uh, but the 14 penalties, I mean, people call that bad coaching, but like they're not. he's not the one out there telling him to hold and stuff. So some it is on the players a little bit. It's not well, all McCarthy's fault. Penalties. Yeah, all, the, all, that's, all the other stuff, yes, but the <laughs> – but probably eight of those penalties were not his fault. So, but still. But then end of the game, yeah. I don't. I mean, what are we doing? And then did you see him come out. We run that every week. We <laughs> practice that every week. Pull, okay. Well, then you should have got it pulled. Then you should have pulled it off. Or yeah, Dak didn't even need to run that far. No, twelve yards, not seventeen. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. or yeah, just get the first down and. Yeah. Well, and then, like, it was but, boneheaded on Dak's part yeah, to, you hand, to the hand the ball to the, to the center. Yeah, no, you, you got to find the ref. Yep, so I, on, that's on Dak, I think, a lot of it. Yeah, but if they run it every week, then why isn't McCarthy yeah. telling him to find the ref? Yeah. No, he must have been, when they run it in practice, who are they going to hand it to, the ref? <laughs> no, there's no ref, so they probably hand it to the center. Yeah. Well, that's McCarthy yeah. being a dumbass. Like, that, dude, like, oh. I just can't. I'm so happy he's gone. And this is exactly. <laughs> and now he's on to the Cowboys. With oh, it's even better. Talented roster. Yeah, and he and he just blows it. I love it. It's awesome. It's perfect. Um, but yeah, we got to talk about the Cowboys. Like this team is so good. Like if you just look at the players on their team. Yeah. You've got Zeke, Tony Pollard, Amari Cooper, uh, Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb. Like. Cedric Wilson, like they are loaded offensively. Defensively, they're very good. Also, you got Trayvon Diggs, you got Micah Parsons, you've got yep. uh, Vander Ash. Like they are loaded, yep. like completely loaded. Demarcus Lawrence, like yep. I mean, they are so loaded and they can't do anything every year. And I don't know what it is. Like I, it just, I, I honestly don't know either. Like I don't have an answer. At it home, doesn't they make lose any too. Sense. Yeah. Like, uh, Niners are a bad matchup for them. No excuses, but yeah, no, I, I'm like again, this, I'm not discrediting the Niners because I'm worried about the Niners. Like I don't really want to play them this week yeah. at all. But like this is classic Cowboys. Like they just can't do it. And I, maybe that's like they're in that shitty division. Maybe that's what it is. Like the NFC is but still so they, trash. They've, like play, they've played with, they've beaten good teams throughout the year, uh, right. And been right there with some really good teams. So it, we know they can play at that high level, but then the playoffs come. I don't know if they get nervous or what, or so much pressure being the Dallas Cowboys. But I don't know. You got to get used to it, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are. Nothing's the Dallas, gonna change. You're like, gonna still be the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone's gonna next talk year, about so. you. Like, I don't know. And especially if you've been there four or five years like Dak and Zeke have, like, yeah. something's got to change. Yeah. Like, especially the playoffs because they can make the playoffs every year in the division. Or right. should, for sure, make the playoffs. So now, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't either. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, all right, Niners. Let's talk about the Niners. Niners are filthy. They are yeah. the best sixth seed I've ever seen. Yep. Um, <laughs> they're good. They're very, like... Obviously, we got to figure out what's going on with Bosa, right? Because he went down in that one. Yeah. Garoppolo got hurt, sort of, in that one as well. Um, but like their scheme and Debo is just f- unbelievable. That guy. It makes me. It makes no sense to me how he can run over linebackers. He's a wide receiver <laughs> and he's running over linebackers. I know. The dude is nuts. Like he's sick. He is. I'm very, huge very, on Debo. Yeah, he's good. I had him to start the year. But then he wasn't doing anything. And then, but yeah, their scheme, both offense and defense, is just. Uh, they'll probably take a shit next week, but to write or the last couple games of the season and this first game, it's like run to a T, pretty much exact. Everyone knows their roles. No one goes outside their roles. Yep. Everyone does their job to the best of their ability, and 
it's paying off for everyone. Yeah, they're just so well coached. It's yeah, scary, and they just yeah. have the right guys. Like they yeah. have the guys. Like they Debo draft, is a wide draft, receiver, yeah. and he's willing to go in the backfield and run it up the yeah. middle. Like he, you're loves not going to find too many of those guys who want to get hit. No, like, the only other guy that I can really think of that would come out from that position is Cooper Cup, and like run up the middle because he loves to run block. Yeah. Like, but outside of that, like, there's not very many receivers in the league that would be willing to go into the backfield and just get pummeled up the middle. And he lays the wood. Like, he lays out the hits versus... Well, he hasn't been touched too many times. He scores all his touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about, obviously, the matchups later. But Cowboys, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, you just got to get out of your own head, I think. So I've been preaching that I want... Not preaching, but Kellen more mm-hmm. uh not anymore not after that yeah <laughs> i'm <I> mean, good <laughs> i'm straight i don't that. really get especially the... with all that all the weapons i know they've led the league and well for sure they led the league in scoring last year i'm there i think they're close to the top this year so it is expl- it, he runs an explosive offense but he's got all that talent it's just and not it's consistent. still in the playoffs yep it's just not so consistent like some days they look like the greatest show on turf yeah they can't be stopped but then other games it's like they just have nothing going yeah and it's so it's it's very strange so i'm just out on him okay the next coach all right who's your next one then uh the rams oc okay i don't know just don't know his name just staying on the (laughs) offensive coordinator game yeah all right all right yeah all right, Steelers Chiefs, 42-21 Chiefs. Uh, again, no surprise in this one. Uh, we talked about it. Only way they were going to win is if T.J. Watt was going to have the greatest defensive game ever, and he, he had tried. a really good start. He tried. <laughs> he really tried. <laughs> I mean, uh, he had the fumble for six right away for score of the game. Um, he tipped a pass again, intercepted, yeah. right? Yep, and they, I think he had a couple sacks. Yeah. So it's like he did everything he <laughs> could, but it was just – Big Ben. Big Ben in that offense was just atrocious. I'm surprised he even scored 21, yeah. to be honest with you. Well, but seven of it was from the defense. True. <laughs> so really 14. <laughs> <laughs> Still good. Yeah, he's he's done. There's been games where he's looked all right, and but this is everyone on. If you're watching this game, you're like, why is he still playing? Yeah. Like, it's, it's brutal, Almost brutal and embarrassing, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's it's like kind of sucks that he went out this way just because it's like you like when Big Ben was good, he was so fun to watch cuz <laughs> like he would just throw off defensive ends. Like yeah. he would just stiff arm them to the ground. Like made no sense that a quarterback was able to just stick their arm out and throw this 250-pound man to the ground. Which whatever, but I I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have been playing this year. <laughs> And they have a lot to figure out, too. Cause they, they're, yeah. like, yes, they do. I mean, T.J. Watt's really good, but outside of that, like, that defense isn't that good. No, like, they, they have need a been lot more gashed. pieces. Yes. I mean, they have been gashed all year. Yep. Run game, pass game, doesn't matter. Like, they have just yeah, been. If they didn't have T.J. Watt, they'd be bomb three in the league. Oh, my that. God. Yeah. And he missed some games, and they got drilled. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Um, They have a ton to figure out. I mean, a ton. Like, well, who's their quarterback going to be? Like, they have some good op- offensive weapons. Like, Deontay Johnson is good. Cl- Chase Claypool, not bad. He he was, like, a top ten receiver in the league this year. At Even all. with Big Ben, he yeah. can catch the ball. Yeah. Um, Juju, if he can stay healthy and not suck when he's on the field. But Pat Fryer moves good. And then, obviously, Najee is going to be a monster. But they yeah. have to find a quarterback. Yeah. So, and they have a lot to figure out defensively. You think uh, Tomlin's streak is going to end? They go below 500 next year? No. He'll find a way. <laughs> that guy finds a way. He's kind of like Belichick. That's crazy. Like, he'll find a way somehow. Yeah. Um, they'll just win games. They'll figure out their defense. Like, Mike Tomlin's always going to have a good defense. So, they'll figure it out yeah. next year. Um, I just think that they kind of thought this season was a crapshoot with Big Ben anyway. So. And it was, and they still made the playoffs. Yeah, somehow, right. So. That's what I'm off saying. Off a miracle. Right. Up, but right. Playoffs but. is playoffs. And. Uh, the Chiefs in this one pretty much went full fuck you mode. Um, <laughs> pulled out all the stops. Everybody scored. Um, Line, Jarek McKinnon comes, Jarek McKinnon comes out of nowhere. Guy hasn't – I didn't even know he's still in the league. He has like 100 yards rushing yeah. or something. Like – Made no sense, um, but 
hats off to the Chiefs to you know for going out and stomping a team they should have stomped. Yeah, beat the shitty Steelers. Yeah, but just bringing up McKinnon, it's just crazy how replaceable running backs are. Like you've seen it with the 49ers we talked about, they've had four or five different guys play back there. Yeah, Jerry McKinnon has probably been on the team no more than a month. Yeah, if that, I'm well, not I'm not 100, but either way, he's not a big name. He's pretty good back in the day. But, yeah, we didn't even know he was in the league, and he's rushing for 100. So it's yeah, very, very replaceable, which is for sure. And like you, a tough gig. You but. see it like Madison comes in for Dalvin, right, and plays yeah. really good. A.J. Dillon comes in for Aaron Jones, plays yeah. really good. Jamal Williams comes in for DeAndre Swift, plays really good. Tony Pollard comes in yep. for Zeke. Like, it happens all over the league, and I don't think it's necessarily that these second guys are that good. I think it's just it's that replaceable of a yeah. position, especially with the way that, like, pass offenses are now when you have such a good pass offense it opens up the run game so yep. it really Anyone doesn't can. make sense to pay these running backs like it doesn't i mean agree yeah there's some guys that it's totally worth paying like Kamara because he's such a special player he yeah. can do everything like dalvin i would still pay even though he can't stay healthy but like jt jt is another one that i would probably pay because he's just clearly a monster like but like even Derrick Henry, yes, the Titans stuttered for the first like couple weeks he was out, but then Deontay Foreman came in and he stepped up, and yeah. now they like don't seem to have that much problem running the ball. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely a big perk too to have two solid running backs that you know won't fumble or turn the ball over. Right, just because if one does go down or whatever, but you can't have one guy carrying the ball thirty times anymore in a game. That's just not how it works. For sure, like, you need two guys. But again, that like again, that's kind of another point. Like, why pay one yeah, guy so yeah. much money when you can pay two, two guys yeah. a decent amount? Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. all right, uh, Rams cards thirty four eleven Rams. Uh, Stafford didn't have his patented terrible pick in this one, um, but I think this was more of a shitty performance by the Cardinals than a good one to the Rams. That's Besides fair. defensively, That's fair. like yeah. the defense played really good in this one. Like Von Miller played really but, good. Yeah, Kyler literally threw in the ball at the two yard line. Yeah, that I mean, he up, looked dude. lost. Yeah, uh, the cards really just looked drunk. Like offensively, yeah. like it made no sense. Um, I don't know that one Kingsbury stat where he's like forty and twenty in the first eight games, and then like opposite so, for yeah. the last eight or like whatever, whatever games, is, yeah. but just crazy. Yeah. They just can't, they're very good in September and October, and then I don't know. I we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, like when they were on that losing skit, and it's just like I don't get it. No, and um, I was on Twitter. Um, I saw one Texas Tech fan where he was. He's like, "Yeah, I'm surprised. Like the same things happen in college. I'm surprised he has an NFL job." And some other guy made a really good point that Kingsbury probably wouldn't have a job, but it was kind of the trend. Uh, maybe like it is now, but like the young offensive-minded coach, mm-hmm. McVay. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch more. Shanahan I can't think was kind of one. Yeah, but like offensive young mind, I think Kingsbury just got kind of caught up in that, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals for sure kind of just followed the trend. Otherwise, I mean, he hasn't proved much in his three, four years. Right. That. But. And it, it's weird because it's the offense that takes the trip when they're like yeah, later yeah. in the season. It's not the defense. No, I mean, the Rams put up 34, but bad field position from the, the whole offense. Game. There's not yeah. a whole lot you can do sometimes. They didn't cross them. They didn't cross midfield till like, the third quarter, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Or late in the second. But yeah. it's like you can't you can't discredit the defense for that because they were literally on the field the whole game, yeah. I felt like. Because it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, yeah. one first down, you know. Yep. So, I don't know. I think it was more of a shitty performance by the Cardinals, though, than it was, like, at – outstanding performance yeah. by the Rams. And, like, especially offensively. Like, Cooper Cup had, like, three catches. Like, they didn't do much offensively. Like, they got it down the field, but it was just, like... It was really easy to yeah. get it down the field. It looked like at some points. Yeah. So, uh, hope uh, Buda Baker, he's fine. Yeah. He's all good. He's going to make a full recovery. But then, another note, just on the Rams. Um, I forgot what announcer said this, but he said uh, Cooper's got over 1,000 yards after the catch this year yeah that's disgusting yeah <laughs> yeah just after the catch yeah and he was God just he was just damn. shy of like all of the records for most yards most catches and most touchdowns like by like i think it was like 100 yards like seven catches and then like three tds or something like that <laughs> so it was just nuts 
Uh, great year for him for sure. Well, that wraps up Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, not it the, was not the best of games. I like the format, but we got to get the best seventh team in there, and I don't think we saw that on. How do you do side. that though? I don't. I mean, they. I mean, the Chargers and whatever Chargers shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. They should have been. Ravens. They were just a way better matchup. Ravens were hurt all year. Yeah. So. Um, Who else in the NFC? Oh, it was like the Saints or the Dolphins. Yeah, also. which neither of those two would probably have. Oh, the Saints I mean, would have been Saints, kind of fun against yeah, Tampa. Yeah, but. for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't hate it. I like it, I think. I think it's always good to have one more team in there. And I, I like that the one seed actually gets something, right? Like, yes, they get home yeah. field advantage, but, like, the two seed always got to buy two. So it was like, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, uh, so new freest money um, of the week. We're just going to do a running total, kind of like we did with the bowl games, but running total of all picks for all the playoff games starting this week. Uh, so each pick will be worth one point this week, then the next week worth two, and then three for the Super Bowl. Um, so we're going to do uh, against the spread, and then we're also going to do over-under. Uh, for every game and while we'll do these we'll do our preview for next week we're going to try to keep it short um just because we're not analysts by any means (laughs) um obviously if you listen to the show you probably know that by now but we just like to enjoy football and then talk about it so rather than tell you what's going to happen we're just going to Roll with it. Agreed. All right, so Titans, Bengals. Um, I don't. I think this is in order of how the games go. Yep, it is. Yeah. Uh, so Titans, Bengals is the first game of the weekend on Saturday. Uh, so Titans minus three and a half. The over under is forty seven. Um, so I'm actually gonna go with the Bengals in this one. Um, I don't think Derrick Henry's playing this week, right? Nope. Okay. I don't think that makes a huge difference. I mean, definitely, like, scheming-wise, it definitely does. Like, for the Bengals defensively, I think they have a lot more to think about if Derrick Henry's in there. But I don't think it changes the Titans' offense a ton. But I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think this team uh, just has something special. Uh, I don't think the Titans are all that good. We've talked about it all year. Like, they're the most inconsistent, consistent team somehow. They somehow snuck the one seed out. Um, but it didn't feel like it. No. And I just don't trust Tannehill. Even though, like, Julio will be healthy, A.J. Brown should be healthy, I just don't trust Tannehill in this spot. Um, and I think I'm going to go under 47 as well. I just don't think the Bengals or the Titans are going to have a very good day offensively. Bengals have shown that they can play some good defense. Um, and they're going to have to in this one. Um, but... I think Bengals minus three or plus three and a half and under forty seven. Yep. Um, so I'm also gonna take the Bengals plus three and a half and I'll go over forty seven. Uh like all the things you mentioned. Um I'm not a big believer in the Titans with or without Derrick Henry. And even if he came back, he'd been missed twelve weeks, ten weeks, whatever it was, so you don't think he'd be too comfortable out there even if he did come back. But not that they're a fraud one seed, but I think everyone agreed they weren't the best team in the AFC. Yep. So I'll take the Bengals. I'm going to take the over just because I think the Bengals put up a lot of points and the Titans are trying to play catch up. And even with Julio, he has been healthy the last couple of weeks, I believe, and hasn't done much anyways. Right. So I also don't trust Tannehill. And if the Bengals are putting up points, uh, I don't think the Titans are fit to come back. Right. I feel like they are going to score points. But to make a huge comeback, maybe not a huge comeback, but lay in the game, that kind of stuff, and they'd like to run the ball. And Hills if it gets down to a two-minute drive, like that's when the truth will come out. I right. think. So we both like <laughs> the my Bengals opinion. money line, also. Yeah, I'd probably take a money line. Same. All right. All right. Niners Packers. Uh, Packers are minus six in this one. Over under is forty-seven and a half. Um, I talked about it. I really don't want to play the Niners. I think they're our worst matchup in the NFC. I don't obviously want to play Tampa. I've talked about that over and over again. Um, but I really didn't want to play the Niners this week. Uh, I just don't. I, they're such a bad matchup for us because offensively they like to run the ball, and our run defense has let us down in the playoffs before. Um, yes, we've gotten better, but I still think that's like our worst worst uh, part of yeah. both offense yeah. and defense. Um, so I'm a little worried about that. I think we're still going to win this game, but I am going to take the Niners plus six. I'm also going to take the over because I think this is going to turn into 
um, more of Rodgers having to win the game, um, not necessarily uh, the defense making stops. Yep. So. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers as well, like you said. Uh, pretty bad matchup for the Packers. Uh, I'm going to go under, though, 47.5, just as I think the Packers are going to sell out on the run and make, sure, make it an absolute focal point and make Jimmy G beat them. Uh, so they'll get one-on-one with Debo and Ayuk and all that stuff, but I think the 49ers uh, will be able to run the ball. Uh, Packers defensively, you know, stack the box, like I said. But, I don't know, I think it's low scoring. I think they make Jimmy G throw the ball, and I think uh, 49ers will be prepared and try and slow down the Packers. I think it's going to come down in the fourth quarter. I truly believe that. Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to be close all the way through, back and forth maybe. And forgot about Kittle. And yeah. He's been non-existent too, so maybe he has a breakout game as well. Which we hope he doesn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> really hope. But f- that's, six is a lot. Yeah. I was expecting like three and a half, to be Same. honest. Maybe four at the yeah. most. Seriously, <clears throat> I still think especially coming off a buy, yeah. And that's why the buy is kind of sketchy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh, so you're going Niners, Niners under. under. I'm going Packers over, or er, Niners, Niners over. Niners. Sorry. Okay. All right, Rams, Bucks. Uh, this will be Sunday, the first game. Uh, the Bucks are favored so, by three. Is it two Saturday, two <clears throat> Sunday? Yep. Cool. Yep. Uh, Bucks are minus three. The over/under is forty-eight and a half. Um, so in this one, I'm going Tampa minus three. I'm also going to go under forty-eight and a half. Um, I think a lot of this rides on the pressure for Stafford um, and the Rams. Yes, they're not expected to win this game, but again, we've talked about it all year. They kind of sold out this season, and it felt like the expectations yep. were Super Bowl or bust. I think the Cardinals were a really good matchup for them. I don't think so with the Bucks. Um, I also just, you can't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Uh, it feels like for me, I feel like Stafford, he didn't throw one last week. It's coming. Uh, it's coming. Um, and I think the biggest thing we got to talk about from the Eagles game was, yes, they weren't very good offensively all year, but like you saw the run game was their key. Um, and the Bucks completely took that away. So yep. whatever the case may be, probably I would say it's Cooper Cup. Um, would shutting down Cooper Cup will be the focal point for the Bucks, and I think they're going to take him away, or whatever the whatever they think is the key to you know stopping that Rams offense, they're going to sh- take it away um, because they clearly did it last week. Yep. Um, and I think they can do it again, and I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Stafford and make him make him make some big throws. Um, and hopefully, in my case, betting the Bucks, um, they'll be able to take it away from them. Um, and then the under, I think it's going to be a little bit more defensive than a lot of people think. I think Brady will <clears throat> kind of have a similar stat line, spread the ball, work the ball down the field, kind of work the clock a little bit, keep the ball out of Stafford's hands, keep the defense on the field type thing. So, uh, For me, I'm also going Bucks minus three. Um, so this is all going to come down to the overs and unders. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know the Rams beat the Bucks earlier in the year, but they weren't. That was like game two or three of the season, yeah, and I play playoff Tom Brady. So I'm not going to bet against Tom. Um, I know the Packers are getting a lot of people back um, these next couple weeks or next week, but so are the Bucks. They're getting really healthy on defense. Um, I, so I do think Stafford's due for multiple picks. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he throws two. For sure. At all. I'm betting the over whatever it is on picks. <laughs> uh, as f- no one's been able to stop Cooper um, all year, um, I do think they'll have a tough time slowing him down, but I don't think anything will be easy. I think he's still going to get sketches in his yards, but it's going to be a tough tough day for him to get open. And then I'm just going to go over. Uh, I think the Bucks get hot early. Rams try and play catch up, and it goes over. But Bucks minus three for sure. Right. <clears throat> so, so far we're – same on the spreads, um, all different on the over-unders. Let's see what you like here. <laughs> all right, so Bills-Chiefs. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Bills. The over-under is 55. Uh, so in this one, I really like to take the Bills, but I'm going to do the same thing I did with Tampa. Uh, I don't want to bet against Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. I think that Josh Allen had the game of his life last week and we've seen it in his career he's not very consistent 
uh, we like him to be. I'm a huge Josh Allen guy. I think he's super fun to watch. Um, but I just his consistency just isn't there yet, and I talked about it. I think that they thought last week was kind of their Super Bowl, um, you know, getting revenge for the last 20 years and basically getting owned um, by the Patriots. Uh, so I think it's going to be really hard to replicate what they did last week. Um, and I just I think the Chiefs win this one. I think it's going to be really close. I I think like Chiefs minus or like if it was Chiefs minus four, I probably wouldn't take it. Uh, I think they can win this game by three or four points. It's going to be late. Um, I think it it's either going to come down to probably Josh Allen having to win the game or Pat Mahomes winning mm-hmm. the game. Whoever has the ball last, really, I think is what what this is going to come down to. Um, but I'm going to go under 55. I think it's going to be a little tougher for both teams to score than they're going to want it to be, <clears throat> which earlier in the season I would say favors the Bills, but the Pats or the Chiefs have kind of figured it out lately um, how to win games without hitting the big plays. Mahomes has been working the ball down the field. I think they've really drilled that as a team that they're not going to score you know, on 70-yard touchdowns as much as they used to. And I think they've gotten used to that, and I think they're going to be ready for something like that, especially with the way the Bills' defense has been playing. So I think Pat is going to be be okay with that and work the ball down the field. I don't see him throwing any picks, trying to force anything. He's going to spread the ball out. I'm going to lean on the run a little bit more than they have. Um, so I'm going to go under 55, Chiefs minus 2.5. All right. Um, the, I'm pretty confident in the other f- three or four three about this one i'm gonna take the bills plus two and a half uh bills were are my super bowl pick um hopefully josh allen can play as well as he did even if he plays 75 75 yeah like they'll be in the game for sure so it does come down to trusting uh josh or pat but i'm gonna take the bills um i think it's gonna be a battle it should be a fun um and usually this over uh, you know, it's kind of fade the public, but I'm going to go with the public on this one. I'm going to go over 55. Um, hopefully it's a shootout, fun game that everyone hopes that it will be, I think. Yeah, and I think, like, looking at this slate overall, like, this, there's going to be a lot of fun games. And yeah. I think we kind of said that last week. Yeah. I mean, with the exception, I, I think we said the Eagles game was going to be fairly close, and we thought maybe Patriots-Buffalo think- was going to be close, but... I like these matchups. Like all these matchups are so good. Yeah, rank rank one to four. What I think, or, or no, like, like the most fun or the most watchable games, okay. the ones you're most excited for. Well, Bills Chiefs would be one. Yeah, um, that's what I, I think. Yeah. Packers Niners two. Yeah. Rams Bucks yep. three. Titans Bengals four. Same. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I really want to put the Bengals up there just because I like to watch Bengals, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be a very fun game to watch. I think it's going to be pretty ugly. Um, I think the Packers game can turn into an ugly one. I also think the Rams Bucks game can turn into an ugly one, and you really know don't know with the Chiefs Bills game. Like one of these teams could just get red hot and shit on them. Yeah. Um, but if I were to guess, that's how I would rank it. Yep. Yeah. Just Packers Niners. I think it could get ugly, but. At least it'll be close mm-hmm. for a good game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, which I, which is how I kind of see it. I don't going. see a blowout coming for either team, even if the Packers no. play and really Rams, good. Rams, Bucks, or, never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs, with both teams, well, both playing better now, but have had bad streaks during the year mm-hmm. where they didn't look like they'd even make it this far. So, right. all right, uh, you got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it for us. Um, I guess we did miss uh, Eric Weddle returning to football for... Yeah, he barely had to play last week. <laughs> first time in like 765 days. That was pretty cool. Um, be interesting to see if he has any impact in the rams Bucks game. Um, but regardless, that's kind of cool to see. You always like those comeback stories. I think Jarek McKinnon is kind of one of those, too. Yep. Um, he had some rough years when he was supposed to be pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, again, sweatshirts are here. We've gotten a lot of them out, but there's still a lot to give out. Um, and we still have some available to buy. I think we got a couple mediums and a couple larges left. So if you didn't, um, ask us for any, we have some of those left. So just reach out, uh, shoot us a text or hit us up on the Instagram page either way. Uh, but looking forward to a good weekend of football. Um, and we'll see who comes out on top.
Agreed. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you.